Welcome to Praying on Purpose. Facing Yerushalayim, or more specifically the Kodesh Kodashim, every time we daven, is, as we know, an important objective that we try to meet when we pray. This area of halacha is, I think, a little more involved than most of us assume, because I think naturally, when it comes to daven, I think we're all familiar, basically, with the idea that, oh, we'll say, like here in the United States, where's Mizrach? We're basically just trying to align ourselves as best as we can in the direction of the land of Israel. But as we take a look in the halacha, which really emerges from a sugim brachos daflamid, we see that it's a little more complicated than that. What I'd like to do today is just present an overview of these halachos and maybe extract a little bit of the hashkafa, a little bit of a philosophy behind these halachos. And I'm going to skip right to the Shulchan Aruch, which is found in Simon Sadi Dalit. And the Mechaber begins this discussion by saying, When a person literally gets up, when a person arises to daven, and the Mechaber over here is alluding to a very important practical point, and that is when we talk about the direction that a person should face when davening, we are really only talking about the Amida, Shmon Esrei. When I'm reciting Brachos, Bechus HaShachar, Pesukah De Zimra, Bechus Kriya whatever the case may be, there is no obligation, there's no expectation that I face in a certain direction. It just so happens that many of us, when we're davening in a shul, and in all likelihood, we can discuss this another time, the Aron is, in fact, facing in the right direction, so we're going to be davening in that direction anyhow. But individuals, whatever the case may be, based on the configuration of the shul, may certainly position themselves in any direction whatsoever, with the exception of Shemon Esrei. Specifically, when a person gets up to Davin, so that's when the Halacha directs us to face in a certain direction. So watch this, this is fascinating. If a person is outside the land of Israel, this means that physically, at this point, I should try to position myself so that my face literally is in the direction of Israel. The idea being that there's only so much I can do to align my position perfectly with Yerushalayim. How can I, when I'm standing in Teaneck, New Jersey, say, okay, now I'm facing Yerushalayim? I don't want to be facing Yerushalayim. I could be facing Tel Aviv or Haifa. What do I know? So when I'm standing outside the land of Israel, however, in my heart, in my heart, I should still try to fine-tune and try to achieve a more precise alignment so that I'm actually facing not just Eretz Yisrael, but Yerushalayim, more specifically the Mikdash, and more specifically than that, the Kodesh Kadashim. A profound idea that when davening, we are aligning both our bodies and our minds, our hearts. And we understand that our bodies can bring us only so close, and our hearts need to take us to the desired endpoint. Hayomid Beretz Yisrael, continues the Mechaber, one who has the Zuchus of being in Israel, so now I'm going to face physically towards Jerusalem. But now I still, again, need to rely on my heart in order to have the proper intent to face specifically the Mikdash and the Kodesh Kodashim, which, again, will be a little challenging if I'm standing, let's say, in, in uh, whatever the case may be, in Ramot, in Harnof. So how am I going to go ahead and align myself so perfectly so that I'm facing precisely the Makam Mikdash? And the answer is, I can't. So I'm going to face that place as best that I, as I can, but then my heart, my heart, once again, is going to take over. And that's what Mechabah says, if I'm standing in Yishalayim, Yachzipan of the Mikdash, I face the Mikdash, I'm going to face the Kodesh Kodashim. And then it says, Let's say a person is, and this is relevant to us, at least explained by the Mishnah Buru, if a person is standing over here uh, by, by the, on the western side of the Mikdash, meaning when we're just standing, what we call the Kotel Plaza, 
So here, I should also try to align myself physically. I should face towards the kaporis. The kaporis is the cover that was on top of the aron, which was, of course, situated in the Kodesh Kadashim. And although it's not there, precisely there at the moment, that should be the focus, the direction in which I face. And this would mean, practically speaking, the post can point out that when a person is davening in the Kotel area, we're not facing the wall. I think that's what most people do. Uh, should be the worst thing anybody does. We're not facing the wall. The idea over here is that I should really be facing more precisely towards the makom of the Kodesh Kedoshim, which would mean I should turn slightly to the left, depending on my position. But the idea over here is really very, very profound. And that is that when Davening Shmon Esrei, each and every individual is to be facing the very same location. Again, the goal ultimately is to be facing the makom of Mikdash, but the, what that means practically in terms of how we position ourselves really depends on if a person is davening in Chutzlaretz, in Eretz Yisrael, Yushalayim, or right there at the, at, the, at the place of the Mikdash itself. Where does this come from? So the truth of the matter is the Gemara cites various psukim depending on, again, where a person finds themselves. But, but, but perhaps the most important source pasuk for this, which is found at the end of that Gemara, again, Brachus Lamid, is very powerful. Says the Gemara, Micra, what is the source for this? Where do we find the pasuk? And the Gemara cites a pasuk from Shira Shirim. Kimigdal David Savarech Banui Letalpios. So the pasuk over there, first of all, referring to Yerushalayim and the Mikdash as a tzavar, as a neck, which coincidentally uh, may be related to a Maimur Chazal in this week's parsha, where the Torah tells us that when Yosef and Binyamin are reunited, so they fall one upon the neck of the other, and you'll take a look at Rashi over there who tells us that this is an allusion to the Mikdash. So there is a beautiful idea that the Mikdash is compared to a neck, and just to whet your appetite a little bit of it, that's not the discussion for today, but perhaps the reason why it's compared to a neck is because the neck is the part of our body that connects our head and the rest of the body. It really is a very important connecting point between, let's just say, body and soul. And on a certain level, the Mikdash serves the very same purpose. The Mikdash is sort of the neck, if you will, of the Jewish people. Powerful idea. But the important part of this passage for the purpose of this discussion is Banui Latalpios. Talpiot happens to be a neighborhood in Yerushalayim, so we may have heard that word. It comes from this passage in Shirashirim, and the Gemara breaks down that word. Tel Shekopios Ponimbo. A beautiful idea. Tel means a hill, a mountain. Think about Tel Aviv. Tel Shekol Pios, all mouths, pon and bow, are facing towards it. That's such a powerful idea. And I don't even think it's necessary to go ahead and really uh, discuss this in great length and to unpack this and talk about the deep uh, concepts and illusions behind it. Just visualize for yourself for a moment what that means. Just to appreciate what it means that every time we dive in, not only am I as an individual trying to focus my attention, my mind, my heart, my thoughts towards one central place, but every Jew all over the world, no matter where he or she is standing, north, south, east, west, any direction, we are all facing that place, that same place. Shekol pios ponimbo, that mouths all over are sort of all directed together in that same way. And that's a very, very powerful idea. You may recall uh, several months ago, we spoke about the fact that the Arizal is brought down about the Magnav Ram that says that when a person uh, is preparing for davening, he should accept upon himself the mitzvah of Yehavta Lurecha Kemocha. That I should begin davening by reminding myself the mitzvah to love every Jew. And we wondered at the time why that was appropriate. After all, davening is a time that I should be focusing on God, maybe on myself a little bit. Why am I thinking about every other person? And at the time, we discussed different answers. But one of them, you may recall, I believe in the name of the Chayadam, was the idea that we are trying to sort of unite as a people. 
we're trying to recognize that as powerful and as effective as my prayer may be as an individual, if I can connect with others, if I can unite you know, with others, so that I'm really um, increasing uh, exponentially the potential efficacy of my prayer, because now it's not just me as an individual. This is true, the concept of tefillah b'tzibur, but it's certainly true if we think about the idea of bringing many communities all over the world together, many individuals at every point in time all facing the same place. Again, Shekol Pios Ponimbo is such a powerful idea. And I encourage you, if you don't do this ever, next time you daven Shemon Esrei, and you're facing in the direction of wherever you may be standing, facing Eretz Yisrael, Yerushalayim, the Makam Mikdash, or even if you're at the Kotel itself, facing the Kosh Kodashim, think to yourself how there are thousands, millions perhaps of Jews all over the world who are all facing at this very moment in the very same place. But I think it goes even a little bit deeper than that. Rav Kook, in his commentary on Masachas Brachos, points out that there is another very, very important aspect to this halacha. And that is that we are facing right now the Makam Amikdash that is unfortunately still in a state of Chorban. Eretz Yisrael Baruch Hashem, over the course of our lifetimes, we have seen become completely rebuilt. And the modern state of Israel is an extraordinary miracle on every level, but it really is in a state of, of Binyan. It is, is built. It is being constantly built. Anywhere you go in Israel, you see cranes all over the place. And even in Yerushalayim, which is a process. We daven every day that Hashem should be bone Yerushalayim. And wherever you are in Yerushalayim today, just open your eyes, look in any direction, you will see that binyan, that building, literally building, construction, taking place before our eyes. But the Makam Mikdash itself remains in a state of Chorban. And you would think, says Rav Kook, that it would no longer be sort of an object of our focus. We would no longer face towards that place because, unfortunately, whatever was once there is no longer there. And he reminds us that that's not true. That Chazal tell us, that the Shechina has never left that place. Chazal single out specifically what we call today the Kotel. But the idea is that the Kedusha of the Mikdash remains to this very day. And so, therefore, even though physically it is not built, but on a spiritual level, the Kedusha is still there. And so therefore, the idea over here is the tell, Shekopios Ponim he, he says that the word tell means a hill. The fact that we are referring to the Makam HaMikdash in this context as being a hill alludes to this idea that really it is, it's, just like, it's just like a mountain. It would seem to be completely desolate almost, like there's, there's nothing there. But for us, for the Jews, based on our past and our history, our experiences, and our dreams for the future, this is and must always remain the focus. This is the place in which we can achieve the greatest spiritual heights within our life. And so therefore, that should be the place that we focus every time we daven. So it's really, there's a lot, when you think about it, there's a lot that a person needs to try to do in order to position themselves, and I mean this literally and figuratively in the context of this conversation, to daven properly. So when we, when we speak about Kavanah, we haven't really discussed this much yet at all, get to this Bezvah Hashem. We speak about Kavanah, what that means, and what a person should be thinking about, and having Kavanah towards Hashem, and Kavanah for the Perish Hamilos, to think about the words that I'm saying, there really is a lot. But the idea over here is that physically, when we adjust ourselves, and we stand in a certain direction, and furthermore, we try to fine-tune with our hearts, and think that we are facing Eretz Yisrael, Yerushalayim, the Makam Mikdash, the Kodesh Kadashim, what we are able to do is we are preparing for ourselves we are creating a little bit of a context within the mind and the heart that we can remind ourselves every time we daven that we are uniting with the rest of the Jewish people and we are facing towards our future. We are reminding ourselves that at the end of the day, 
we are always constantly focused on bringing ourselves back to that point, that point of absolute connection, the tzavor, the connection between Shemayim Ba'aretz, the connection between God and the rest of the world, and specifically, every time we dive in, for the in- individual who is omed palo, the individual who is standing there as a single individual before God, to be able to connect himself at that moment with a real sense of, of closeness and connection and proximity to Avinu Sheba Shemayim. Thank you so much. Yeah.